beautiful. You are listening to More Than a Crown, where you will learn, feel understood, and be encouraged alongside believer, child advocate, ice cream connoisseur, and former Miss USA, Sarah Rose Summers. Hey guys, I'm here today with John from John Benton Model Fitness. He's been featured in E, Harper's Bazaar, Vogue Italia, and more for his work as the hip whisperer. He's known for his hip and waist reduction, for creating long and lean muscles for all of his female clientele who happen to be in the fashion, film, and pageant industries, including myself. He is who got me prepared to take on the Miss Nebraska USA stage, Miss USA and Miss Universe. So I owe a lot of my fitness to him. John, can you tell a little bit about yourself to our listeners and how you got into such a niche field? Sure. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Yeah. So um, I've been a trainer for about 16 years. Um, I started training my first model client about nine years ago, who I still currently train when she's not jet setting around all of, modeling all over the world. Um, and I started training my first pageant um, clients who was going to SMU at the time. And I got her ready for Miss Colorado USA 2016, and she ended up winning that. And then from there, um, just by word of mouth, um, I started training more and more pageant girls. And yeah, it's been uh, it's been a, a pretty fun ride. I've got winners from states all over. Um, in I also have um, the swimwear, activewear winners. So it's been a really cool process. Now tell me, I know you helped me win the swimsuit award, yes. but coming from, I know that you used to train with males as well, right? I did. But you only take female clients? Only female clients, yes. How is that? That's so unique. Yes. Um, the reason why I just train female clients right now in my private studio, a lot of my clients that are pageant girls, that are models, that are actresses, they, they may be 14, 15, 16 years old, and someone who, if there's a random guy in the studio, might think that they're 20, you know, 21, 22, which basically I got rid of all my guy clients, got a private studio just to avoid any kind of creepy situations where a a guy might think that the girl is a little bit older. So I just wanted to avoid that altogether. So that's why it's a, it's a girl only studio. Well, I really appreciate that. And I'm sure all of your clients do and their parents, their parents really appreciate that. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely. So thank you for that. And Just for our listeners, I came to John much like many of his clients. I was training completely wrong for my goals. I was, um, I had been trained by bodybuilders while hoping to end up looking like a long lean model. And that just isn't even logical, but I was doing it because that's what was available to me. And that's all that I had. And I came to John and he simply explained to me that you need to train for your experience specific goals. So can you tell me, does that happen a lot or what's the biggest mistake when new clients are coming to you that they're currently making? Yeah, exactly what you just said. So many girls are, they're training, like you said, with like a bodybuilder trainer or so many trainers or group group classes, they train a girl who says she wants to get into modeling, wants to get into the pageant world, or just wants to get like longer, leaner, more toned muscles and not big bulky muscles. They will train them the same way that they train a 250 pound football player. And that's like you said, that's just not logical. It's not going to work. You're going to end up basically spending a lot of money, a lot of sweat and a lot of time, and you're going to get the complete opposite results that you want to get. So like you said, I train girls for what their specific goals are. So some of the the pageant girls or the model girls that start with me, 
it may be that they need to lose a little bit of body fat. Um, that's usually the case, but a lot of times, kind of like yourself, you're a very, very muscular um, <laughs> person. So we had to get some of that, um, that muscle off of you, but still stay very athletic and toned and not just basically not just a skinny person and not just a too, too much of a muscular person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For me, it was a lot. I had these huge quads from dancing and volleyball so mm-hmm. much. And like I said, training with those bodybuilders. So, and yes. my arms, yes. I have such muscular were, body frame. You were very muscular. <laughs> so thank you for helping. Yes, helping it with that. worked quite well. Truly. So I know I get a lot of messages from girls inquiring about cardio mm-hmm. that are preparing for, whether it's a pageant or just their fitness goals in general, you know, the Instagram models these days yes, yes. <laughs> asking about cardio, 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 what cardio do you do? Mm-hmm. And that's all they focus on. That's all yeah. they fixate on. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes that's, that's what people fall to mm-hmm. is just straight up cardio and nothing else. Mm-hmm. What mistakes do you see when you, when you have clients, when it comes to their cardio habits? Yeah. A lot of people, when they first start like a workout program, they get to the gym and it's kind of daunting to them. They, they walk in and they don't know what to do. It's kind of like you walk into a kitchen that has tons of, of, of food and you want to make a recipe and you have no idea where to start. So a lot of people, they just see a treadmill, they see an elliptical and that's all they do because that's all they're comfortable doing. So with our workouts, we kind of hit every, everything possible. We do the cardio um, we do a lot of ab toning, a lot of booty, um, inner thigh toning. So we kind of hit every body part because when you're up on stage in a bathing suit, the lights are amazing, the cameras are amazing. So you see everything. There's <laughs> a no too good. There's yeah. There's no hiding anything. So um, yeah, every every little area um, we we really focus on. So we don't just there's nothing that we leave behind. Right, mm-hmm. especially when you're on that live telecast in yes. HD, mm-hmm. you don't want to have that that only the skinny fat. Look. Exactly, yeah, and everything that we do is is toned. Like you know, you see some some girls that their measurements may be perfect, they look great, they're walking towards the camera, everything looks amazing. They turn around and walk away, and <laughs> not to sound rude, but the backs of their legs, their booty is kind of like a jiggly, kind of skinny fat mess. Right, it's so, tiny, but it's yeah, still it's, it's not, not toned. toned it has tight. to be toned. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Those bathing suits they leave nothing to the imagination. So exactly. if there's a little bit too much that's that's jiggling around there, I mean that's the reality of the pageant world. It sounds kind of crazy and rude, but it is what it is. It is what it is, and it's all about. I think those girls, if they are super tiny, like a little mm-hmm. stick, and they're like you said, a little jiggly. Mm-hmm. I don't look at that and think fitness goals. You yeah. know, she she doesn't look like a strong role model that I want exactly. to admire to be in the fitness world. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's more of what it comes to. And that's yes. what that's what the pageant world specifically is really mm-hmm. shifting to. Yes, is that more, and that's great. I love it. Yeah, more mm-hmm. of a strength rather than just yeah. being a stick. Yes, and the the greatest part about getting the girl in the the best peak shape for for the pageants, the the better in shape she is, the more confident she's going to be on the stage. And that mm-hmm. confidence, it, you know, it shines through whenever she's giving her interview, whenever, you know, she's walking. If she's self-conscious about, say, her booty or her abs or, you know, a little love handle that she, you know, could have wor- worked a little harder to get rid of, she knows that. Every step mm-hmm. she takes, she knows that. And that could really kind of sabotage her confidence. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's not just a physical thing. It's a mental and confident thing, too. I love that. And that is what it's all about, especially a lot. I mean, in the Miss USA and Miss Universe organization, mm-hmm. their mantra is being confidently beautiful. Yes. And so whatever that beauty is to you, you got to rock it and you've mm-hmm. got to be confident when it yes. comes down to it. So um, 
talking back a little bit more about the shift of what that beauty looks like now Mm -hmm. as a dad of two daughters, what does that mean to you? Yeah. I mean, my, my daughters, um, the way that I train, it's, I want, I want some of my passion girls, my model clients to be role models, models for my daughters. So my daughters come to the studio all the time. My (laughs) clients love my daughter. So I don't want my daughters to grow up, you know, when they're, you know, they're nine and six right now. I don't want them to be you know, 15, 16, 17, and they see these girls with unhealthy habits. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's the last thing that I want my daughters to be around. So I basically train my clients to not just, you know, be, you know, uh, look amazing physically, but I also want them to be mentally and just personally just good people. Right. There's around. always good conversation happening in your studio. Always. Yeah. I remember one time I my ride fell through out of, I was visiting Dallas and I was mm-hmm. already Miss USA and someone just like drove me for that I'd never met before yeah. until we were in your studio. Oh, it's yeah. just like a little community. It really is. My clients, that's, that's one of the coolest thing about, about my studio and my clients is that it's not just a bunch of pretty people in a studio working out <laughs> and then, you know, getting done and scramming home. Like all of my clients literally like enjoy each other's company. So they would bend over backwards for anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell our listeners a little bit more about your girls. Yeah, what do they so, do? Yeah. So Campbell Camille, she's our six-year-old little troublemaker. Um, she's a little cutie pie. Uh, she does dance, ballet, um, gymnastics. She's our hilarious. We have no idea what you're ever going to do or say kind of kid. And then Emmeline, she is our nine-year-old. Um, she's a competitive gymnast. She's incredible. She's just, so yes, strong. So strong. She's ripped. <laughs> and she's our more logical, rational rule follower. So we have, uh, we've got kind of polar opposites as far as <laughs> we know what Amy's going to do. We have no idea what Campbell's going to do, but they're amazing. They, they love to come to the studio. They love my clients. My clients even babysit my daughter sometimes too. Yeah. So it's, it's a family thing. I love hearing the stories about their snacks, like how they mm-hmm. love eating healthy things and yes. that's what they ask for. Yes. Amy loves eating healthy. She'll, I'll give her a, a protein bar. She'll um, get excited because it's like chocolate chip cookie dough. She'll flip it over and read the, the nutrition facts and she'll say, daddy, I can't eat this. It has 17 grams of sugars and she'll hand it back to me and then she'll go <laughs> grab an apple or something. And I'm like, wow. It's like, <laughs> then Campbell, on the other hand, she's like, give me all the sugar. Right. Yeah. What's your wife eat like? She's, she's very healthy. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's, she eats really good. She's healthier than I do, but I also am moving around all the time. So you are, you yeah. really are. That's awesome. And I know it was really funny earlier when you mentioned that you kind of like your commute to the yes, studio because you have a bunch of girls mm-hmm. as you have all female clientele yes. and then you go back home <laughs> to more girls. have girls. Mm-hmm. Don't you have a dog? Yes. We have a female chihuahua as well. Uh, also a f- Literally also surrounded a female. by girls all day, every single day. So yeah, I mean, obviously <laughs> I love my clients, love my job, love my, my family. But yeah. That 45 minute commute is my kind of just decompress alone mm-hmm. time turn on some music and then get home and it's chaos with like my little pony cartoons and oh you know, boy. little girls running around. Dolls so, but and... it's all amazing things. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Of course. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the craze classes right now. Uh-huh. You know, I'm all about mixing it up. Yes, of course. And you've had to help guide me on some classes to mm-hmm. kind of stray from and what to go to based on my goals. Of course. Do you have any general guidance for our listeners as to just like that craze classes and mistakes you see with, with goals like we have. Yeah. So like we were talking about earlier, you have to work out for what your specific goals are. So if you're taking a group class and that class ends up, you know, 
you're doing the wrong types of exercises, you're building up a lot of muscle, and your goal is to actually kind of shrink and elongate that muscle, a lot of people just stay with that class because they may think it's fun, they may mm-hmm. take it with one of their friends, and then, you know, two months down the road, they can't even fit into the, their favorite jeans anymore, or their dress that they're supposed to wear on stage doesn't fit because their hips and booty got too big. So. Mm-hmm. Like we keep saying, you just have to work out for what your goals are. So there's a lot of amazing workouts out there, but there's a lot of workouts that could really go completely opposite of what your goals are. Is there something specific you have in mind? You have clients come in frequently and they're like, I take this X class and I'm having these problems and you think that's why? Yeah, a lot of times, yeah. Um, A lot of girls... They're, you know, they'll say like, well, I love my, you know, whatever class it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to say anything specific because I don't want to, I don't want to make anyone mad, but there's certain classes that are great. But if your goals are to, to, you know, get your legs down, um, a lot of girls are like, yeah, I work out, you know, six days a week. I've been doing this class for, you know, for three months. I love it. It's awesome. But my legs are huge now. So, um, yeah, a lot of girls just do the wrong types of workouts for what their goals are. Mm -hmm. So everything that we do in my studio and even on my website um, for girls that can't get to me here in Dallas, everything is um, pageant and model specific. Mm -hmm. So nothing is going to turn you into like a female bodybuilder or anything. You're not going to get like jacked quads doing any (laughs) of my workouts. So, And that's so discouraging too. Mm -hmm. I know to have that discipline and go to these classes Mm -hmm. every day and be disciplined in your diet and then have, like you said, measurements go up Mm -hmm. because you're still gaining strength and you're gaining muscle. Yeah. I mean, they're, they look great. They feel great, but if their main goal is to exactly. get to fit in that dress or to get those measurements down to mm-hmm. sign with a modeling agency, yeah, then they're like, I just spent how much time and effort and money, and it's now I have to undo everything I just right, did. Right, right. It's really dis- discouraging. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so many times when then those clients that don't have you and don't have that voice of mm-hmm. reason and logic then just turn to just straight cardio. Yeah, straight cardio or just crazy low calorie diets, and mm, then not safe. That's the that's the worst thing they can do because that's not. That's not something that they can do the rest of their life. So um, we, we make sure that everyone does this the healthy, safe, sustainable way and mm-hmm. not like a crash diet, super low calorie, um, just, you know, unhealthy way. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know personally that you have had some clients that have come out of their past having eating disorders. Yes. And so I appreciate that you take those people in the palm of your hand mm-hmm. and you, you love them gently <laughs> and yes. you help them because that's. I mean, people don't know, but eating disorders are the number one fatal mental illness mm-hmm. in our country. And especially with social media, it yeah, can be bad. a dark place. That's just, yeah. It just so exacerbates it. Mm-hmm. What do you do for those clients? Yeah, depending on how severe it is. If it's just a, you know, a young teenager that's just, I'll give an example. I had a young teenager. She was wanting to get into modeling. She was 15 years old at the time. Um, this has been, I started training her, I don't know, three, four years ago, but, um, the first few workouts she just had really low energy. Um, and I told her that I wanted her to keep like a, um, like a, get a calorie counting app. And she said like, Oh, I already have one of those. I count my calories every day. And I was like, Oh, okay, well open it. And how many calories did you eat yesterday? And she goes, she goes, I had 400 calories yesterday. No. And I was like, Whoa, what? So I had to explain her and it took, it's, it actually took a few months for me to kind of like get it in her head because like you said, an eating disorder, it's a mental disorder. So, if you've never had an eating disorder or you've never known someone that has, you could be like, you're thin, just eat something. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't register with someone who has an eating disorder. Absolutely so not. it took about two months for um, me to kind of get it in her head. And then 
I also started having her work out with some um, models that she looked up to that were oh, how working. Cool. Yeah, that were working. You know, uh, working a lot. She really looked up to them. And then I had in the middle of the workout, I asked these two other models how many calories a day they ate. And then one of them said, like, oh, I eat about fifteen to eighteen hundred calories a day. Mm-hmm. And then the other girl who you know works a ton and looks amazing, she said, oh my gosh, I probably eat about two thousand calories a day. And like a light bulb went off in her head. Like yeah. she was like, oh my god, you you guys look like this, you work, and you can actually eat. Mm-hmm. And it was like just just a light bulb epiphany. She was like, oh my god, okay, I can do this. And then, right. but that's 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 kind of one that's one story that actually I was able to help with. I've I've helped quite a few other girls mm-hmm. with eating disorders. But if there's some girls that is really extreme um, and it's out of my pay grade, um, of course, yeah, I have I have um, a really good friend. She's a dietitian. Um, and she, that's her specialty. She specializes in people with eating disorders. So Absolutely. if it's someone that I've tried to help and it's just not, I don't think mm-hmm. I can do anything more, then I'll refer them to her. So of course, yeah. always there's professionals in yeah, that realm. And so if you're listening and that resonated with you at all, or that perked up your ears and you think, Oh, I'm that girl. Um, please reach out therapy. I'm a big advocate oh, for totally. therapy. Yeah. You want to reach out and be able to have that help before you end up in the hospital setting mm-hmm. because it happens. Oh, it does. All it the time. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that we got really serious we there, did. John. Was I wasn't serious. expecting this. No. <laughs> um, going back a little bit to the classes, my, my initial reason for asking that was because you know I love cycling. Mm-hmm. I will go into a dark cycling studio and take a class and I'll dance on a bike and that's so my jam and I'll cry when it's all dramatic, you know, (laughs) in the cycling studio. And so that's really something that I know that I, at a period of time, like needed for my, Mm -hmm. my heart and my head rather than my fitness goals. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that I appreciated about you was that you said, okay, fine, if you insist on doing this. Number one, let's not do it too close to competition. Number two, not to climb those hills, if you will. So instead of turning up the resistance because Mm -hmm. of my goals, Mm -hmm. taking those classes Mm -hmm. at a lower resistance. Yes. Higher intensity, lower resistance. That way, Sarah's not building up a lot of muscle in her legs. So like we we were talking about earlier, there are certain exercises that if your goals are to get a little of that muscle down from being a dancer or or a volleyball player for years and years... Yeah, if you're doing the wrong types of workouts, you could be building up muscle. And Mm -hmm. I was worried that Sarah was going to do that, but she was fine. I think think it worked out just fine. Yes, and I appreciated because, like I said, mental health, I needed those little Mm -hmm. things. That's that's my thing. It's something I enjoy. So John's great at really listening to your needs and your wants and making it all work out for your goals too. So one of the main reasons I really appreciate him. But so I get DMs, of course. Mm Maybe you get more. Probably you get more. I get quite a bit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Both of us. Pretty backed up, yeah. Lots of messages. Lots. And I try. I try to Mm -hmm. go through my filtered. You know, if I don't follow them, they go to that filtered file. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I try. So if you're Mm -hmm. listening and you DM me, I promise I do try to get back to you, especially if you send a question. If you just say hi, I I feel like. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't know what to say back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hi. Yeah. (laughs) Anywho, but if you do DM me with a question, I try to get back to you. But a lot of them are frequently about diet. Mm -hmm. Almost all of them are about diet. Mm -hmm. And I think that might be because I do post quite a bit about my workouts. So that's that's not really a follow-up question. I understand that part with you. Right. Like, what are you doing in the kitchen? Exactly. And so what do you see your clients that are doing wrong when they come to you in terms of nutrition? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so a lot of girls, they're still eating the same way that they were when they were, say, like a volleyball player, you know, where they needed to build up all that muscle. Or they're, they're, most of the girls that start with me, they're already eating very healthy. They're just eating the wrong types of foods at the wrong times. And then depending on what the girls' goals are and um, what they tell me, I kind of make these little tips and tweaks and changes where I think they need to, to be made as far as their, their diet goals go. And then that way it's more like a livable, sustainable thing rather than like a, you know, a crash diet, a super low calorie diet, mm -hmm. a, you know, a 30 day cleanse, you know, a, a meal plan. Like I, I, don't, I do not like meal plans. Meal plans, you might do it for a few weeks or a few months, but then at some point you can be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sick of this. Right. And then you're going to give up and then <laughs> you're going to hop on the next, you know, fad diet bandwagon. So. I ate so much tilapia or tilapia, however yeah. you pronounce it, <laughs> before I went to Miss Teen USA. Uh -huh. I can still recite you what time of day and how many ounces I was supposed to eat at that moment. <laughs> and I've never been able to eat it again. It makes no. me gag. Yeah. Mentally. Not, yeah. You're just, oh. I'm just sick of it. I can't. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. And that's that's why I don't really like dramatic. meal plans. Yeah. That's why mm -hmm. I don't like meal plans because some people may love tilapia. Some people may hate chicken. And I'd hate to give a girl a, a meal plan where it says, you know, you must have eight ounces of chicken these times of the days. And, you know, like, but I don't like chicken, but I guess I'll do it because he said so. And, and then you're just going to, you're going to hate it and you're going to end up probably falling off. And as far as the timing too, mm -hmm. of like this exact time, you have to yeah. wake up to eat this at that yeah. time. Where's the freedom? No, there isn't. There. there isn't. No, I get that question all the time as far as like the food goes, but especially with the workouts too. Girls would be like, when when should I work out? When's the best time? Should I work out like very first thing in the morning? I say, work out whenever, number one, you can work out. Number two, <laughs> when you want to work out. Because like I could tell a girl like, oh, if I told her work out first thing in the morning at 6 a.m. And then she may do it. But she's like, but I'm not a morning person. And this is my literal hell. I hate right. this. And then she's not going to want to work out. So I, work out whenever you can work out and when you mm -hmm. want to work out. Exactly. Same thing with, with food too. But we'd go over more in depth than that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> if you're one of his clients, he'll he'll talk to you more about exact timing, um, but with that freedom piece. Of yeah, course. of course. Yes, yes. And and for me, talking about when to work out, I think that's varied so much for me in the last two years because mm -hmm. my schedule and my yeah, lifestyle has changed. Mm -hmm. And so, especially when I was a student, you know, my workout would depend on the day and yep. what classes I had those days. And mm -hmm. then when I was working and when I was at the children's hospital, you know, some days I would have, I would stay late and then I'd have to wake up the next morning and fit my workout in in the morning. But mm -hmm. I know that I would much more likely sleep in in the yes. morning and therefore planned my workouts after the clinicals. Mm -hmm. But now, especially when I travel as, um, when I travel, I, I'm pretty much booked from the moment that I wake up. Mm -hmm. And then I need to be all glammed and ready for whatever I might be in that town for. Mm -hmm. And then I'll probably have some sort of lunch or something through the afternoon. And then I might, if I'm lucky, have a couple hours all the time in the middle of the afternoon. I don't know why. I guess because, I mean, I speak in the morning, have a lunch with some people, have a small break in the afternoon, and then, of course, a dinner and an, an event. And so in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm all done up already for the morning. I don't want to work out yeah. and then get all sweaty, shower, and then go to these events at night. Mm -hmm. But that's my reality right now. So mm -hmm. you just really have to squeeze it in when you can. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. And that's the great thing with my workouts too, is that you're not tied to a gym. You can do these workouts literally anywhere with the most basic to zero equipment. So if you only have 20, 30 minutes in between, you know, appearance or a shoot, 
and you want to work out in your hotel room with, you know, in front of the TV, totally fine by me. So I was texting you early on in my year as Miss USA and I was like, John, I just don't have time. And you said, even if you have only 20 minutes instead of an hour, do it. And I said, oh, yes. like that little light bulb went yeah. off. Something's better than nothing. A, right. lot of, a lot of people think that, that you have to get ready, drive to the gym, work out, come home, take a shower, get ready for work. And then they'll be like, well, I don't have an hour and a half to do all of that. So I, I'm just not going to work out today. It's exactly. Like, well, that's fine. Just, you know, throw a, a yoga mat down on the floor in front of the TV mm-hmm. and rip out a 30 minute, you know, a home workout that I give them. And then they're <laughs> like, oh, okay. That was easy. Exactly. So yeah, something's better than nothing. And I love that too. Your little home workouts, because I know sometimes I get bored. So you send me different ones and I can change mm-hmm. them up, but mm-hmm. all with those same goals in mind. And when I travel, I always bring my biggest tip is to bring ankle weights. Yes. I don't even bring like a yoga mat. If I'm mm-hmm. in a hotel, if they don't have a gym, I'll just use a towel. Yeah. If that's fine. Yeah. And I don't carry around hand weights. You no. know, your, du- your no, ankle weights can double as hands. Exactly. They do mm-hmm. so many things. They do. It's the most versatile traveling piece of workout equipment for for what most of my clients' goals are. And warning, I always get stopped at TSA. <laughs> yes, they look like a bomb at, to TSA. Oh my gosh, every single time. <laughs> I hear that all the time. All the time. And I traveled so much mm-hmm. as Miss USA yep. that I learned, because I'm TSA pre-checks, I travel mm-hmm. so frequently. So you're not yep. supposed to have to take anything out of your bag. But yep. I was so tired of my entire little carry-on suitcase getting pulled over every time. Yep. So I would go ahead and take my mm-hmm. ankle weight out and set them aside before they went through the scanner every time yep (laughs) i know i know and then they're like oh these are ankle weights and then they kind of like look you up and down and shake their head and they're like okay yeah yeah, you look like you maybe use these (laughs) (laughs) you sure it's not a bomb (laughs) man anyway it's really funny but john thank you so much for your time i'm really ecstatic and just excited for our listeners who have I'm sure related to many of the mistakes we've kind of mentioned that Mm -hmm. are so common that we fall to because that's what we know, and that's mm-hmm. that's what's been so common for so many years, too. If they want to get to know your method further, where mm-hmm. can they go, and then where can they follow you on social? Yeah, yeah. So first, thanks for having me. It's been awesome. It's been a, a fun ride with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can find me on my website. It's www.johnbentonmodelfitness.com. Um, all the workouts are there. All the info is there. You can also find me on my Instagram if you just search for John underscore Benton underscore model <laughs> underscore fitness. Um, yeah, that's it. Or just search for John Benton Model Fitness. And of course, on <laughs> the More Than a Crown Instagram, we will be tagging his social as well. So y'all can find John there. And I had one last question that I just thought of. Okay. So if you have people that are listening right now and they're not based in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Of course, we discussed those home workouts yes. that they can find on your website. But what if what if we have some viewers that are wanting to come in and train in your all-female gym? What does that look like? Yeah, yeah, it's great. So you just need to go to my website. Um, you need to fill out the contact us form um, and then we get in contact with you and um, we give you all the information. We do girl-only group sessions in my studio um, that are very reasonably priced. Um, I also do, not as frequently, but I also do um, private solo sessions. Um, and then, yeah. Um, and then if you can't come to the workouts in the, the Dallas studio, I have I have pageant winners all over the country. So this year, I think I have um, four girls that have won their state that are competing. And last year when you won, I think I had <laughs> seven girls. And I think maybe, I don't know, 
three or four of the girls last year I'd never even met in person. They just wow. they did my workouts from the websites um, all on their own, and mm-hmm. they ended up you know winning their the the, the swimwear or winning the entire pageant. So right. yeah, even if you can't see me in Dallas, it can still work very very well for you. Absolutely. So if you are not here in Dallas, go ahead and head to his website and invest in those home workouts. I absolutely request it, suggest it through and through. Um, if you know me, you know that I would not endorse anything I don't truly believe in. And this is something I believe in. But if you are nearby or you can take a trip down to Dallas, I know after working out with John for about two or three years now. Yeah, it's about three. Yeah. Three years now? Wow, time uh-huh. flies. Um, every time I'm down in Dallas, I try to come in person and he corrects my form and I'm thinking I've been doing this wrong in New York city for months now, but it's still just as effective. So that's my suggestion. And again, John, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me.